You're listening to Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Man, I'm wearing the same thing I was wearing last week. <laughs> Except I'm wearing full pants, not half pants. You're wearing slacks. Wearing slacks. I'm going to start calling shorts half pants. <laughs> half pants. They're like, Jess, can you give me some half pants? <laughs> okay. You're wearing pants or half pants? Hello, everybody. I'm Brian. I'm Joey. Welcome to episode 90 of Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt, where tonight we have a wonderful, fantastic fun-filled uh, episode. You I, told me it was going to be the greatest ever. I did not wait until the last minute to put show notes together, so I think I've got some pretty Ooh. good stuff, Joey. I think there's some good stuff in well, here. Sometimes those last-minute things can be... Yep, spot on. Well, I don't know. This we'll, week, We'll no. let the listeners decide. Yeah, maybe that's what we'll do it. Or the watchers. Come along, everybody. Spend the next hour or so with Joey and I talking about gravel bikes, adventure biking, bike packing, the last of fantastic summer beers, Bike camping or just playing bikes. So what's going on over in the land of support for the podcast, uh, Joe? Supporting by, hold on, crack of the week. Bringing that back. Nice. I like it. I like that. Nice and crisp. Just like this beer. It creates an editing nightmare for me. You know that though, right? Why? Because I have to go find the little crack that spikes everything and bring it down. Are you serious? Yeah, but no, it's okay. No, it's, my very problem. it's very obvious. You're a professional. <laughs> just kidding. I am a sound engineer. <laughs> yeah. Um... Where were we? Oh, yeah. Um, still haven't seen our um, Trump money, but Josh Sands did buy a sticker pack. Nice. Thank you, Josh. I either got to mail out or message him and see if he wants to pick it up. Nice, nice. Um, I guess that's about it. Uh, other than our continued support, whether it be monetary or people coming in the store telling me they're listening, because that's more exciting to me than than anything, really. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's validation. The yeah. What we do is entertaining and yeah. fun. And I said the amount of people that came in over the last week, especially because of live stream. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess it's a good thing. Live stream is fun. Yeah, it's I, cool. I really I do get a kick out of live streaming. Um, what are we? I, I in the promo I talked about the fact that we have pink beer, which is the last of the yeah, summer hurrah. Pink beer is just it's mm. amazing, oh, isn't man. it? So I'm going to give the promo for the beer since I went to the store and bought it. This is a heavy seas. Sunburst Sour Ale with Raspberry and Lemon. It is fearless, bold, and independent. I think that's talking about the breweries. When vacation is just a memory and the fireworks have faded, it's still going to be hot. Cool down with a bright burst of raspberry lemon sunshine. Sunburst Sour Ale has the perfect balance of sweet and tart with a light malt base that's 100% summer here on the first day of fall. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> we're, we're, we're paying homage. You lost the, me. It was good. To the end of summer. It is really good beer. It's delicious. It's, it is very, very tasty. Um, it, it caught my eye over. I was looking at the uh, Flying Dog Thunder Peel, and this was sitting right next to it, and I saw Sour Ale and Raspberry and Lemon. And I said, you know mm, what? You chose. We are gonna, excellent. We are going to say goodbye to summer that way. We got Ted in the live stream. Hey, Ted. Philly Ted is over there. Good job. I do Good have job. some porters and stouts that I've already cracked open. Yeah, I know. With the but, cooler weather. Yeah, but have you drank one on the podcast yet? Nope. It's not official until then. So Maybe tonight. Next week. Next I week's know, podcast. No, you can do what you want on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, next week for the podcast, we'll kick off fall. We're saying goodbye to summer with beer. Oh. And next week on the podcast, we'll say hello to fall with a nice stout. Maybe I'll get a left-hand nitro milk stout. How about that? Mm. I almost picked that up tonight, too. And then I saw this. You see how the planning goes together. So yeah. um, my gravel slump continues, but I, I want to change that. I got a couple of things we're going to talk about tonight, and we're going to talk about whether, Joey, you and I may go traveling, buddy. Yeah, I'm ready to pitch my tent. Yep. I, I, I actually haven't pitched this one yet. I got a brand new one, and I haven't oh, pitched either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got it. I Man. got a brand new tent just before what would have been this touring season. And this oh, week, did you get a new half dome? Yes. Uh, yeah, the new one, which I really love. And uh, 
Well, I love the 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 it in theory. I haven't actually camped in it yet, so <laughs> well, let's know. try her out. I, that's what I'm going to do. My quarter dome hasn't left its packaging. Not mine either. It's just it's we still should, sitting in the box. We should seek an REI uh, ambassadorship thing. Maybe we should just return them and get new ones. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a year on it. So, yeah, this is um, the time of year I would have been on Katy Trail right now had tour season continued. Mm -hmm. I just got my survey for 2021 limited tour runs uh, with Adventure Cycling. So we'll see what, um, or if anything, I actually get because there's limited runs. Who knows whether or not I'll even get a tour next year. And Oh, that I'm, cider did not give me limited runs earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're going to change that. So what's going on with you, Joey? What's going on in your world? What's going on well, with the everyone, back, the knee? And everyone heard about uh, just a second ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I feel like I'm West saying this. So I actually talked to my boy. Um, what happened? Man, I am, I am one of those horrible customers. So I have like five Wait. wheel sets. Okay. Um, nothing actually like... Different rotor sizes are for like certain bikes, this and that. We got like four bikes. And um, Saturday afternoon at work was kind of slow. So I was like, all right, over time, I'm going to set up before we close, set up one of my wheels, tubeless, because I had pretty chunky gravel tires and everything. Oh, did you catch it? No, I'm You watching Cobra Kai? We got, I, I oh. no, keep going. We got um, a little friend flying around here. I figured this is like my tech section too. So mm -hmm. go ahead. Couldn't get one of my wheel sets. So one of my rear wheels set up instantly. Okay. With my um, Pathfinders. Okay. My front one wouldn't set up. And I made the mistake of, oh, the rear set up fine. Oh, when you say set up, you mean getting the, the yeah. tubeless set up? I took the old tire off the Nano, WTB Nano, put on the Pathfinder because I'm going to roll the Sequoia. And then obviously I didn't put sealant in it. It set up instantly. So the front one, I was like, all right, I know it's going to set up. It's the same wheel, same tire. Put sealant in it. It wouldn't hold air. It kept leaking. I took it off, cleaned it out, another roll of tape. Didn't want to take air. And then I was going to try another roll of tape, so I said, screw it. So then, The third roll of tape? A third layer of tape? Well, I just gave up, so I moved to the next wheel set. <laughs> and then just kept going. And then finally I got to it. I was like, all right, I'm going to take the wheels off my All City, which are my, my nice Chris King ones. And the tape's been on there for like a year and a half, and I should have just been not been lazy. And I switched tires. No. I had my slick pan erasers on there, which I really like. Mm -hmm. um, my Gravel King slicks. And you could tell the tape was folding back a little bit, so they probably weren't going to hold well. The rear tire held great. The front was slowly leaking. I kept doing my thing, sloshing fluid around. Then it was just too windy to ride Sunday, Monday. So I was like, all right, I'll get my, I'll get the trainer going. And then today I got my truck, because I usually don't drive my truck often when I'm off. Um, and... The freaking front tire, which was holding great, is still holding the rear. Or the front tire wasn't holding great. It's still holding great. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. And the rear is totally flat. I'm like, <laughs> like I just want to check this in like a customer's bike and I'll pay someone else to do it. Like, I'm just, I can't catch a break. Basically, I need to strip. No. Basically, I'm going to take them apart tomorrow. I'll get all oh, the freaking fluid I just wasted. Um, you, can I, you can recover yeah, that. No, I can, but I'm not going to save it all. Huh. Um, yeah, sure. And then... Uh, I just got to retail. I hate stamps tape. I don't care about sponsorships, and I love yeah. I love Dave. But hey, yeah, even on so stands did a video about not using Gorilla Tape on wheels recently. Okay. Uh, Drew from Stands, uh, my friend Drew did a video, and there's been certain instances where we've had to use Gorilla Tape, like on fat bike wheels. Mm -hmm. Um, Stands tape was one of the first better tapes, but it sucks now. What do you recommend now? Whiskey tape. Whiskey tape. Whiskey. Probably, I think when you watch, Whiskey has been mine and a few other mechanics' favorite tape that I know when we all talk. Um, it just has a different, the stand feels too thick and doesn't form well. Mm -hmm. um, the Whiskey just lays on there like a saran wrap, So, but it's I, nice. I think we have a responsibility, you have a responsibility yeah. to, you know, to tell the people. Tell the people. What works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And we have a responsibility too, I believe, to the manufacturer to let them know their product well, oh. is slightly flawed. You should have read the comments on the... <laughs> and needs some... Imp oh, so there's lots of people saying... Oh, that. people rip stands a new one. I don't know if they left it up, but everyone's just talking about how Gorilla Tape at the end would have been better than Stan's tape in, in the long run. Oh, in the video. And then everyone's like, whiskey tape, whiskey tape, and then uh, or an orange seal. Um, oh, no. Whiskey and orange seal have like some of the best tapes. I think they're very similar. 
Envy has nice tape. DT Swiss has nice tape. Muckoff has new tape, but Stan sucks. Well, you know, honestly, it's, you know, they were the innovator. And sometimes oh, as, yeah. as the innovator, you yeah. get stuck in your original mindset and your way mm-hmm. of thinking and you fail to keep up with what changes because what you did initially is yeah. continuing to work. So. But I'm sure there's going to be some haters, but they're not taping over a dozen sets of wheels a week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no offense to people listening that. Yeah. I'm doing this every day. Yeah. And from my opinion, the stands tape works. It's just there's better um, if you're going to spend the money. That was a long rant. Anyway, um, the Sequoia is running. <laughs> I just need to tweak it. And all city, both wheels off, obviously, which is great because I have the Wahoo set up. So it's getting set up tonight so I can ride in the morning on the Wahoo. I don't have the Wahoo with the beanbags on it, but maybe I'll put some beanbags for a joke. <laughs> um, hey, are you looking at the live stream feed? Yeah, I saw that. I was getting ready to chime in. Okay, uh, you're getting questions from Theodore. Yeah, because I hold Teddy. Um, which, oh, there's Ted Jones in. It's a Ted Rich uh, oh, chat again It's our Ted talk. <laughs> um, um, man, I, I do freaking love my All City. Yeah. I just, um, I feel like well, such I haven't pie. deserved to ride it yet. <laughs> What do you mean? Like I need to, I need to start riding, and I'll, I'll be worthy of riding it on You're the road. Not worthy? You're I'm not worthy. worthy. I, I'll beat around on the Sequoia. Um, I mean, I love that bike too. You're a, you're an average mechanic. You're worthy. I'm not average. <laughs> I'm, I'm below average. You are like one of the best mechanics that I've ever known. Um, so I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I was joking with you the other uh, day, yeah. and I said, "Oh, I know a good oh, mechanic." Yeah, 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 and he yeah. was like, "Yeah, he moved to Michigan." Uh, <laughs> um. No, I'm gonna ride the uh, oh my gravel bike to steel, to steel. Uh, well, you need to read the question. So, so yeah, Ted, thoughts on steel road, man. Steel road bikes are cool. If I were to pick any road bike, it'd be any sucker lucky enough to get a Rodeo Labs mm. is all right in my book. Yeah, yeah, that'd Plan be my uh, thoughts on a steel road bike with some gravel options to it. Or vice versa. I like the second comment. So, so Joey was responding they trash? <laughs> to, to Ted put some comments into the live chat, which anybody can do if you yeah. come to watch the live stream. Oh, if you happen too. to be listening to this um, on the audio version of the podcast, which is still super valid. But Ted actually asked, speaking of the all city thoughts on steel road bikes, that's to what Joey was responding. And then Ted also further clarified his point is, are they hipster trash in a world where carbon exists? So I don't think so. Steel, I don't. Steel is steel, steel is real. Is real. I, lo- I mean, obviously, my bu- all my bikes are steel. That's not on purpose. I'm not one of those uh, hipsters. All your bikes are steel? Oh, they are. Well, I only have two bikes now. But I did think, I did, I have been thinking about a Surly Hardtail. Okay. Just because it's probably the only thing I can buy right now. In the <laughs> <laughs> um so that would be all three bikes, mountain, gravel, and road. Okay. Um, but um, where was I going with all that? I, I don't know. You were talking about the know. steel bikes. and, and Oh, so somehow. Getting yourself I, set up. I got. I wouldn't. So I've always. Like, there is nice carbon out. I really like the SL6. No, SL7 Tarmac. Obviously, that was cool. I rode it. That was actually the first carbon bike I rode besides the Diversion a while. Um, dropped on radio. Um. But it's okay. It wasn't like crack fail. Kablam! I had a crack fail. Yeah. I fixed you need a knife? It no, I fixed it. I fixed it with my finger. I just broke the can open. So I sat through this Zoom meeting a couple a week and a half ago about this all new road bike specializes about the release. Super secret. Not a pro bike. It's a super lightweight. Mm-hmm. Like it's beautiful. They didn't put. They didn't blast it with graphics. The colors are great. They have oh, a frame. subtle. I like. That. Oh my Classy. god! Subtle is the best, and it has the lines on it are so nice. It's the first carbon bike I would love to drop money on mm. if I wanted. Like, mm. and I can't justify it, but it's supposed to come out. You could sell that kayak in the next day. Oh, God, no! I'd sell my bike first. <laughs> one of my bikes. Um, I could sell Jessica first. Before you no, sell. she lets me buy the stuff. <laughs> She's a sugar mama. Oh, and speaking um, of Jess, she couldn't join us tonight, but here in her place is the count because Jess is a math teacher. <laughs> so. So yes. the f- funny thing is, I get her a balloon and flowers on the first day of school every year. And this year, all they have was birthday balloons and Halloween balloons. And I'm like, I'm going to call it the count. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of Dracula. And, it's perfect. Uh, it works. Absolutely perfect. Um, yeah. So they specialized was super hardcore about not saying anything about this bike and that they would never put a pro or anything on it. Um, and freaking the Bora Hansgro, um, Michael, or... Uh, um, Whatever his name is, who's Peter's lead out man, um, Daniel Oss, mm-hmm. uh, 
leaked it last week. He leaked (laughs) it last week. And they were like, first of all, it's leaked early. (laughs) Second of all, no pros would have it and blah, blah, blah. Oh. Holy cow. And then, you know, Brad uh, Brad found it instantly and reposted it. And said, you know, we were talking. So it, it's like a Brad bike. Uh, Will Morin's like right up his alley. You know, yeah. it's nice and clean. None of the drop chain stay stuff. I know that Brad like would actually like, pounds. Um, like change out the, the nipples on oh, his yeah. bikes to make sure that they were all like that kind of blacked out. Yeah, I remember when he rubbed before I was back. He was, I think Wes told me. Cause it, yeah, like, he man, rubbed the, the decals. The black. I was like, the red on there. I was like, it looks so good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I this told bike him, like, is so a sh- clean. A sharpie does the same thing, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But sharpies are purple, no, not I'm black. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, sharpie got me in trouble rod building last night. That'll be on the fishing podcast. Okay. Um, they even have a frame that is matte black. Like m- most of them are clean, but it's it's paintable. Like it's ready to be painted, which is really cool from a big manufacturer. Yeah. That was a long Joey rant. Basically, no, it's okay. Um, I've been working out. I got I pumped ions today at PT, um, which Did I have you, the whole you, weight. I have the whole gym set up at home now too. Pause. Did yeah. you keep all your clothes on this time? I did take my shirt off when I was asked. <laughs> when you were at, you, you waited to yeah. to to, de- de- to unrobe twice. Until, oh, really? Yeah, because I did um, uh, cupping and tissue massage early. Which that's why I love PT. I like cupping because it's cool. like it's you. You work your butt off for some reward, mm-hmm. and she's worked out a couple knots, which have messed up my discs. It's like a whole ripple effect. Um, so I've been getting cupped, mm. which is really cool. Yeah, I, I used to do a lot of acupuncture, uh, and they would cup over top of the needles. Yeah. And yeah, I wish I'd cut my ear. I feel like I got a lot of like ear wax in there. <laughs> so there, there is a thing that they can do, but I don't think it's legal to do in Maryland. Where they take a Something. cone, they oh. take a, co- a wax cone and, and put they it burn in it here, and they burn it, and yeah, it and pulls it, and it, like, the wax out. out. Yeah. yeah, I do that with a shop back. Yeah, they're not allowed um, to do that in Maryland now. That's weird. Yeah, um, it's weird that they won't allow. I don't know why. Hey, that's so, right. So Trav- underground, uh, you're burning. Uh, tough guys open beer cans with their fingers. That's exactly right, Travis. So go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not taking you to the urgent care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would suck it up. I would just. I would just. You know, hold it if you uh, cut it. Do some of that uh, first aid good. we talked about. <laughs> I cut my kit right here. Oh, I'm just kidding. It'd be like a scene from The Office. <laughs> um, hello, guys. I think that's about it. I'm going to start riding my Wahoo in the morning and doing some weightlifting. I'm getting ready for 2021. How's that? Good job. I'm about to. I, I'm going to go hardcore, like I said last week about training in the off season and a trainer. So it's, let's, it's my time to shine. Let's talk about Crotan Buck Fifty. Talk about my Chester's right now. <laughs> Solid cheese. Are we going to do... Are they having it? Well, Matt put it out there that he's planning to do it, but I love the way he said it. He was like, it could happen. It just as likely could not happen. <laughs> and, and, and he said a line, and I can't remember basically what the exact wording was. It was basically, though, if you're the type of person that's bothered by the fact that you don't know whether this is going to happen or not, not for do you. not sign up. Yeah, yeah. it's not for you because <laughs> it's just as likely to not happen as it is to happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to plop my money down for that, for the chance, just to keep that going. Oh, yeah. I'd, I would I'd, actually train this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'd be like, all right, one lap, I'm done. Um, <laughs> I, I I think um I'm definitely, you know Oh if it's if it's if it's going, I'm on like Donkey Kong. I keep getting distracted by the chat in the in the <laughs> 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 We gotta stop that because our audio people are gonna not want to listen to our podcast anymore. Why? Okay. <laughs> okay, Joey. Um upcoming event that I want to talk I'm about. I'm not done. Oh god, go ahead. I, I have an hour to fill before we get to that no, section. No, you're like 20 minutes in. Go. Oh, go no. I'm just going to sit over here and be quiet. I think that's about it. Um Okay. I mean, I've been fishing a lot. That's we're not talking I, I'm about. I'm done. That. I have a lot of pedal miles. Okay, rolling coal, rolling. I got that wrong. It's not rolling. It's rolling. The rolling like, coal gravel grinder is coming on shit. Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, Shinestown, Shinstown, Shinestown. I don't know, Shinstown, I'm going to say because it's a double N. West Virginia, presented by Pike Street Bikes. Now, Travis asked me to give this a shout out, and then I looked at the event, and I'm like, well, of course I'm going to give that a shout out because it looks pretty badass. It's a mixed surface cycling race, paying tribute to the hardworking, adventurous coal miners who since the 1800s have traveled the very roads you will race. I don't I don't know that I would call a coal miner adventurous. Hardworking and dirty. Adventurous? Advent- I don't think you get more adventures than that. You think? I'm just going into a hole every day? Underground? Yeah. Okay. Not know right, what's going to go all right, on? All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, you need to well, bring... we did your- not invited to that one now. 
No, we're going. Oh, you don't know it yet. Um, need to bring your sense of back road adventure. A coal miner's work ethic. Do you have a coal miner's work ethic? Is that the same weekend? Uh, that's like I next two know. weekends. I know. <laughs> I can't even. I, I was going to ride go. 10 miles the other day and I was scared. We need to go. There's a 20. Well, we're going to get there. Um, you want me to go on a You want to survive this day in toiling the gravel roads of West Virginia. Let's see. Race starts at 10 a.m. with a rolling start. And there's three different shifts. I think that's cute. They shifts instead of um, distances. Uh, the long wall 60 miler with 6,500 feet of elevation. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I, I wanted to do something cool here while I was talking about this. Um, because oh, we, have this, to to the website? we have this fancy new feature where we can actually display stuff that's going on on the computer. So now you're looking at the Facebook feed for Roland Cole. How you like that, Joey? That's pretty cool, isn't it? I kind of get a kick out of that. Let me get, now I got to get back in my show notes, figure out how to do that. Okay. Uh, they got the long wall, 60 miler, 6,500 feet of elevation, the low seam 40 miler with 4,000 feet of elevation, and just added a 26.8 short shift with 3,000 feet. You could do 27 miles and 3,000 feet. Yeah, if I had some edibles first. <laughs> you could do it. You can do it. I think we're going to try to, I really would like to, I want I, this is the first time I've introduced this thought to you. Just um, winging it? Just winging it. I'm throwing it out there mid-podcast. I'm throwing it out mid-stream. To go October 3rd. Um, Harrison and Marion counties are loaded with gravel roads, single track, and long-abandoned train tracks. This event will take you through the hills of West Virginia where thousands of hardy souls have ventured deep into the earth to bring out the coal to power the nation. I wonder if Larry's doing this. Larry, if you're doing this, you need to let us know. Here's what's fun. They're going to have camping at three different locations to ensure that everybody gets plenty of space. Tent camping will be allowed in the park, and there's plenty of RV ca uh, camper space also available. We will also be camping in the future home of Pike Street Bike and Martin Bike, the lot, along with the large parking space next to it as well. Last but not least, we will offer tent camping across the street from Pike Street Bikes. If you're not into camping, please get a hold of Kathleen at the Gilly Gillum? Gollum. I won't say Gollum. Gillum, house, bed, and breakfast in town. There's plenty of lodging nearby in Bridgeport, West Virginia, which is only seven miles away. And then um, I've got... So there's their Facebook page. That's next weekend. Oh, is it? I don't know. Here's the bike reg. If you want to actually take a look at the bike reg, there's all sorts of stuff here. They don't have a lot of people registered yet. It's uh, 65 bucks. Joe, I'm looking at that 26 you know, you could actually probably qualify for the junior under 18 year. You could sneak in there and maybe come away with a win. If I shave my face. <laughs> uh, or if that, if that doesn't work, you could jump on the women's short course. I would, But here's the key. That's sexist. No, I'm just joking with you. Here's the key is well, Joey. and a thousand other people. Joey. Yes. I will do whatever distance on this event. Now, you're talking about, un you know what's the weekend after that? Unpaved. What are we doing? We Do need, I, we need I, to figure it out. I have a physical condition. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, I'm telling you that if you want to um, try to make that happen, that I am, I am. I'm just saying the you. last time I did 3,000 feet of climbing on gravel, it was over 40 miles and I was in decent shape and I was comfortable. Like, okay. I wasn't tired. I could have kept going. Okay. But now you want me to do 3,000 feet in 27 miles? I, I don't know. I, I think maybe would, on an e-bike. No, given enough to the time, e people. given enough time, I'm pretty sure that that is one hell of a drive too. Probably okay, like six hours. Well, we'll talk about it. It's six hours. Is it really? I know a spruce knob takes me about five and a half well, to I get there. I just threw this at you. Five hours. I just threw it at you, but it would be an adventure. We'd get to use those camping tents. It'd be an adventure. We'd go get to see West Virginia, maybe even get to see Larry, which would be really cool. Get to see maybe see Travis. Um, All right, that's those two are the only reason I would be so interested. I wouldn't even ride. So maybe I, I really do think you could pull off that twenty-seven. I know you could pull it off because you're in good shape. You've been doing the PT. So yeah, but I've only been pumping. Yeah, I know, but you you you, you could you could do it. Okay. My cardio sucks. I do ride a bike five minutes every day. I'm there. gonna I'm gonna let that go now. Because Opens me up. That was that was just something that I caught you off guard with. I am gonna put links in the show notes to all of those things going on for the Roland Cole Gravel Grinder. That is once again Saturday, October third in Shinstown, West Virginia, presented by Pike Street 
bikes. Thank you, Travis, for sending that our way. And uh, maybe we'll see you there. Cool. Croatin six hours away. It's flat. <laughs> I can't there. <laughs> but it's not till March. <laughs> I'm just talking about it in a couple weekends. I, I didn't want to... Um, since we're talking about rides, uh-huh. I do want to focus on maybe in December doing that. You know that Croatan bikepacking route? Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Ooh, 150. Um, you plan it, I'm there. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, though. Well, you don't have to plan. You know, I'm no, not I, saying no. that. I'm not saying that. So it's like if you. I think if I actually set a date, et cetera, et cetera, bam, we're going. Meet us there if you want to go. I'm all about that. All right. I'm all about that. You know, I'm there. What I want to do is support you. Thank you. In your in your recovery from all of your injuries, that sounded bad. We, we should make a go like a like go, a website. Go fund me for Joey. No, not a GoFundMe. Like uh, we can have Sarah McLaughlin playing in the background. <laughs> was it you sent me that the other I day? That the other, I was leaving PT. <laughs> it's a picture of Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, hey, I got hot dog news for you. You ready for hot dog news? Schnitzel news. Did you do you ready for hot dog? News? I didn't even read ahead. Like you, you like should normal. don't read through this. I never do because I know that. <laughs> um, did you know that the Costco Hot dog combo has not increased in price since it was introduced in 1984. Mm-hmm. That's right. The combo is still only one dollar and fifty cents. Well, that is a quarter in, pound. In '84, that sounds like a lot of money. That's <laughs> yeah. a problem. Well, they probably priced it accordingly in 1984, um, but the price has not increased. And here we are in 2020, and we owe that to one man, their co-founder Jim Sinegal. When he was suggested that the price be raised by the Costco president, his response... Are you ready to pay attention to this and not the dog? Yeah, okay. he heard all that stuff. His response was, if you raise the price of the effing hot dog, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> man, I just... Th- I'm, th- I'm going to be a Costco member just for that. Is that man a hero or what? If you raise the price of the effing hot dog, I will kill you. Figure it out, is what he said at the end. I wish we had a Costco closer. Uh, They are able to do this by opening not one, but two of their own manufacturing facilities to produce their own hot dogs. And in fact, in California, when they started to raise the tax on sugary sodas, Uh they made the combo include a diet soda so they, again, would not have to raise the price. Now, Joey, now would, you, would you take the over or the under? I mean, I'm going to give you a number. Do you think it's over or under? If I told you that Costco sells $90 million $1.50 hot dogs a year. Uh, I'm sure they do. More or less? I think they sell more. You sell more? Yeah, that'd be a dumb statement if they sold less. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Hundred million. That's a that's a big number, though. That's a huge number. Um, you know, it's a loss leader. It's a cash cow. It's one of those things. People come in there and they feel like they yeah, but walk I figured, out with a value. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I imagine if I actually had a Costco here, ten times out of ten, I'm going to Costco or BJ's because of the food bar. Yeah, just to get the hot dog. I'm not a little guy. I'm gonna eat. Yeah. You may get two of them. Oh, the bug's back. Two. I'm gonna get that and pizza. Oh, I'll score. go shopping every Sunday. <laughs> I freaking hate BJ's on. Um, so, to continue, now this this may get a little little personal for you, Joey. Yep. Chris Howell sent me this note. He looked up on the hotdog.org website, their etiquette page. Under the do's and, and don'ts, this was a big red flag don't. Is it a red flag because it's ketchup? Yeah. Don't use ketchup on your hot dog after the age of 18. <laughs> Mustard, relish, onions, cheese, and chili are acceptable. Ketchup is not. What's your response to that? Do you have any response? Well, in my earlier statements of I'm glad people are coming into the shop saying they listen to the podcast. I Mm -hmm. had multiple people come in last week saying, who doesn't put ketchup on a hot dog? Really? Yeah. So you got some support in the ketchup on the hot dog? Yeah. Okay. Those northerners can suck it. Okay. Okay. So that's... These are people that you respect their opinions too, right? It wasn't like little kids toddling in. Oh, like, no. I think one of them tell was. Tell Mr. Joey was, what you think of his hot dog topic. I want to say one of them was Dr. Gabe Murray. Ah. So Doc. a smart one. Yeah. A smart person. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I I am just, I'm okay with it. He doesn't announce the whole doctor thing a lot, okay. which makes him even cooler. Well, Chris sent that to me, and I felt compelled to share it with you. So there it has it. You, you know, you, no, sir, oh, sriracha. Oh, sriracha. That'd be great. Dog. Yes, it would. Who said that? Oh, 
You know what? Our hot dog interest has sparked. Oh, you're welcome, Travis. That was Brian, but yep. I'm always willing to mention Travis. Um, Pete, Stinky Pete. You call no, Sneaky Which Pete. One? Sneaky Pete. You Sneaky guys are Pete. Pete. Uh, Pete. Pete to me. Um, went down this la- uh, after the last episode and got a Harbor Dog mm-hmm. right across the street. Next week might be one of the last weeks. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you a story about Harbor Dog. I'm upset with Harbor Dog. Okay, because Harbor Dog is one of those places where you go there and they may or may not be open. Okay, you know when they're closed? No, I roll up there Sunday at one o'clock. It was one o five. Oh, really? Because I was going to go Sunday at lunchtime. Sunday afternoon, walk up, sit down. The, the waitress watches us walk up and sit down at a table. We're she sitting there, yeah. And no, she comes back out and she goes, "I'm sorry, but we are closed at one o'clock." <laughs> one o'clock on a freaking Sunday afternoon and you sell lunch and you shut down in today's world when you've got people like literally walking. I don't get it. Well, to be fair, they're mom and pops and sometimes they just run out of food. No, they didn't Not run a, out of food. Yeah, they do. Sometimes they buy in small quantities. There's a, a shortage uh, in the production of goods in the United States right now. Well, I went over to Mission Barbecue and had fantastic. They're doing grilled shrimp, shrimp on the special now. Oh, really? And they're so good. Oh, and I it, made ribs on And it's not the six. Like, you know, most places you order shrimp and there's like, here's six shrimp. No, 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 no. Eight big honking shrimp come straight off the grill. Delicious. You know, have you ever so, seen those like whales you, you can get dog. at Captain Smith's like this big? Hmm? Have you seen those shrimp are like whales? So like, mm-hmm. go to Captain Smith's. They're freaking huge. I'm wondering if they lose a lot of taste because they're like... I mean, I'm, these things are huge. I I haven't been in like Forrest Gump would shit a brick if he saw one of these. Okay, Shrimp. out. Yep. Um, sorry about the S word. That's okay. Um, you can you can say I'll beep it out. Well, no, I won't. Harbor Dogs. We should still still get them. Well, you say when are they closing? Probably into October. Here's what we're gonna do. You she literally I- told me whenever we run out of food last year when they did the, like their last <laughs> order. I swear to God, she's like, yeah, just. After our last shipment, whenever we run out, we run out. Well, that's 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 actually. You mean when they close for the season? Yeah, I no, I get that because people. Maybe stop you shut them down for the season. Maybe I did. <gasps> Here's what I got to do: is since you live literally across the street from that joint, we want to go there, but you have to go over and confirm that they're open and will be open in the time it takes me to get here, and I will come have a harbor because they are delicious. Mm. I will not deny that. Anytime you wrap a hot dog and bacon and throw onion straws on the top yeah, of fry it. it. Woo, yummy stuff. Put ketchup on that. Man, it got me so bent sideways. I mean, it upset me for a whole of... um, (laughs) It's 30 minutes from Larry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It just upset me. So, I don't know. What what can I say? What can I say? Um, What can you say? So, that is enough about hot dogs. I have got... Well, um, we did do quesadillas tonight. You want to talk about that? They were delicious. They're still here. You smoked the chicken. Mm -hmm. I shredded it. Mm Mm-hmm. There's some quesadillas. I only ate one. I'm kind of full. When I was, I, I ate both of mine. When you start getting this gym body, you start not craving the. <laughs> I'm gonna eat that later, and probably some of that kettle corn up there. <laughs> I and I got pie for us. Oh really? Oh, oh I got like between? Boston cream. I don't know. It's like a pudding pie. Nice. Good it's job. Good. Um, yeah, marry me. Yeah. <laughs> you made dinner and you brought dessert. Well, and this is why Justin yelling sh- me for sh- spending a lot of money last night. I showed up tonight with pink beer. And oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Actually, the the beer itself is not pink. Just the cans. Are I don't pink. care what color the can is. The beer is. It is really good. Actually, that's a good. This is a good. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very tropical. I love the people to do the graphic design for good beer cans mm-hmm. and beer companies. So I put. I did. I see how much work I did this last week. For you GTD. did way too much. See, I put together this fantastic. All these good show notes. I did hot dog research. In addition to all that, Joe, you know what I did? I put a new gravel light. Or, or light. I put a new gravel route online in the gravel database. So Brandywine Valley was sent to us by Philly Ted. And I'm going to do the thing where I actually show the route to show people how to get there. Let me see if I can figure this out. Uh, There we go. So you're looking at our website. And when you're looking at the website, you can go up to gravel routes. And this route actually traverses three different states. So I've got it listed under Delaware, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. But since it starts in Pennsylvania, I'm going to click on Pennsylvania. And once you click on Pennsylvania, it opens up all the routes that are found in the Keystone State. And here it is, Brandywine Valley. Click the link. You get this really cool picture that Ted took of himself wearing his GTD jersey going down that trail. Some other guy behind him, cool riding the route. Um, Here's the write-up. 
that Ted did. Um, I obviously gave Ted credit. So thank you, Ted, for the route. He did a nice write-up talking about where you can stop and start and all the things along the way. I've got the ride with GPS route. I've got the elevation profile. And it is a... Let me get back over here to my show notes. Um, It is adapted from the Brandywine Valley Roubaix. It's a gravel ride Fondo held normally in the spring. Now, I've done that twice. Have you ever done that? No, is that the one with the donuts on the hill? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, done it twice. Fantastic route. Um, I think this last, it was two years ago, I think we were scheduled to go do it, and it got snowed out and pushed to a weekend we couldn't go. Um, but this version starts and finishes in Westchester, PA, that um, also offers you post-ride brews and snacks available in town. And like I said, it actually traverses three different states, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Delaware. Could it, Joey, because it goes through three of the mid-Atlantic states, could it actually be the ultimate mid-Atlantic gravel adventure? Ooh. Or is there somebody out there that's going to send us a route that encompasses more than three states? I'm just saying. I saw a... um, This might be the end-all, beat-all. Okay. I think if you do this, we should have a reward. Oh, somebody puts like a, like a patch. A patch? A yeah. coin. Oh. A coin. Kids are into coins now. Yeah. They collect the coins. Are they really? Yeah. yeah there's, there's, a coin like a, there's like a whole coin thing going on. Um, I did see... Did you see Blaze right across Maryland? Mm-mm. Um, Blaze, he was a friend of Parvella. He actually sold me my life for health insurance. Remember that guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, did yeah, NCR yeah, yeah. and stuff with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he rode like almost 400 miles from like Western Maryland over the Susquehanna. I'm not taking away from this really quick. No, no. Through, okay. Like over at Delaware, too, and rode across, literally across Maryland. He's got a whole He did YouTube. gravel, rode everything. He's got a whole YouTube channel that to oh, does some traction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Blaze is awesome. Sorry, I just, before I forgot. Mm. Um, okay. This could be, though, the GTD Ultimate. Um, uh, you know, yeah. could it could it actually be the ultimate mid-Atlantic gravel route that goes across three states? Now, if somebody out there can throw one together that maybe traverses four or five, that would be pretty cool. But, you know, the key is it's only a 45-mile route. They got some hills there, right? But 3, oh, 000, let me check. Uh, 3,000 feet of elevation. 29,222. And there's, there's um, food and beer stop at mile 27 at the Whip Tavern which I believe is on the, the BBR route as well, pretty sure, um, for their long route. And there are plenty of options, like I said earlier, for post-ride celebratory beers. So mm. thank you, Ted. Again, just hop over to the website. Um, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I got the wrong route. Ted just actually said that route is actually only in Pennsylvania. The other one I sent was Gravel Grape Crusher, which does go through... St- oh, so... You I- did that. No, I didn't do Gravel grape oh yeah a bunch of folks from down here did gravel grape i actually had the flu <laughs> okay so, so there were a couple of routes in uh, the email that ted sent but hold on it looks like i picked the wrong one to associate so i need to do a correction so brandywine valley it's not that route it's a different route yeah but brandywine valley doesn't it go through all three no maryland pa and well, no, because because i took the route when somebody sends me a route did you put the wrong route in the wrong description? yes i did that's what i did because when, when, and I'm reading what Ted wrote here, um, is he sent me two different routes in one email. And I selected the, looks uh, like I selected the wrong route. Because I take the route, I don't want to link to somebody else's um, Ride With GPS account. Um, so I take it and I put it in my own. And then I put it out there. So obviously I copied the wrong route, put it in. Sorry. Wah, wah, wah. Gravel route fail. I can redo that very quickly. Um, thank you, Ted, for clarifying that for me. No, I'm confused. I don't know what... Um, <laughs> uh, that was my job tonight, was to confuse well, you. Well, the one I'm looking at, at least, that's labeled Brandywine Valley, that looks like it goes through all three states, mm-hmm. is actually Grape Gravel. But I thought Grape Gravel left from a winery. Dude, I don't know. Because this leaves from a park. I need to go back and look at the... And I remember that winery, because the amount of people bottoming out their bike racks getting into that place was awesome <laughs> i i need to go back and obviously um do better i don't need to i just need to do better my apologies everybody i uh and i called you a professional 
<laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'll go back and I see. I mean, no offense to that. But I did actually, it looks like, so thank you, Ted. I'm very glad you're here. It looks like I copied the wrong oh, yeah, because it goes by white clay and I have a fountain bike there. Yeah, and so it's it's needs to be updated and changed, which I will do. I take full responsibility for that. Um, and Ted further clarified that, yes, grape gravel, um, gravel grape did start at a winery, but he moved it to a park on the second route that he sent. So, Does, um, uh, I bought what's up with everybody. this? I'm looking at the map, how Delaware has this nice smooth curve over the top. I don't Who know. Who decided that? As a very interesting story and the subject of another podcast. I'm sure. I'm sure 99% of Visible has done a whole thing on the design of the state's uh, oh, border that, lines. Honestly, that's pretty interesting to me. Well, they follow water contours. You ever know that little spot in um, Tennessee, North Carolina, where it zigzags? Where it goes, Tennessee, it goes doop, doop, like that. It's because they screwed up when they were oh. they were doing the engineering of the line or something like that. or yeah. And they just had to do a correction midstream. Well, Those Tennessee people. <laughs> So there we go. Um, there is a new gravel route online in the database, but it is all wrong. And so I need to fix that. So don't look. Look away, everyone. Go somewhere else for a little while while Brian goes that. and fixes the, the bad thing that he did. So mucho apologies. Hey, Joey, I got a tech tip. I do. I Good. Got I didn't tip. even read down to it yet. Can you read my tech tip? I was going to actually ask you to read my tech tip to make sure that it actually made sense. Is this because of uh, Nadine? This yeah. No. Yeah. I saw her actually do something, say something about that. And you know, it's one of those things that I've always done. You just don't think about it. I usually tell people. You want to orient your valve stem. When you're, when you're putting air Put in Put it your, right at the bottom. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. You want to, when you're, when you're running tubeless and all your sealant is sitting at the bottom of the tire, you want to orient your valve stem at a very minimum above the horizontal line that goes through your two hubs when putting air in your tires. Because that prevents sealant from backfeeding into your valve stem, clogging your valve stem, and then rendering you thinking, why is my tire flat? But my tube, my my gauge says I have 80 PSI in the tire. <laughs> right? Am I right? Is that what happen? I say the last part again? If you get a if you get your valve stem clogged. Yep. Oh, I know. Yeah, I understand. And then you you put you put a thing on it yeah. says you got pressure and you, you Well don't. what you need to do is clean it out every so often. I don't anyway. do that. I well, I mean, I refresh my sealant. Every three months, two months, three months, yeah. something like that. Not on your Diverge. No. You don't even use that thing anymore, poor no, little fella. Poor bike. I'm going to bring it to you. I almost put it on the bike, on the truck. But don't do today. it tomorrow. Tomorrow, I not am, tomorrow. I'm already stressed about tomorrow. Okay. I will not do that. Well, if I brought you that bike, it would be just, Joey, whenever you can lay your blue gloved hands. I want to say it's only been maybe one or two times where I have just been like, uh yeah, Brian has another bike. I usually try. I mean, I do think I usually try to take care of you. I think in the middle of something this year, I was like, uh, I think Brian's got another bike. Yeah, you you kept one of my bikes for a long time. Yeah, I think at one point I was waiting for something. Oh, it was the wheel issues. Remember that? Yeah. Well, that was the Roubaix. The Verge yeah. one time, I think. Anyway, I don't. I usually try to. It's probably when I ripped the derailleur off. Probably. Remember that? Yeah. I, you had to go and time out for a little bit anyway, so <laughs> think <laughs> about you, your actions. When you're bad to the bike, you got to go sit in the corner. I don't know. I usually try to take care of... I know the guy. This is... I shouldn't say. I know... Say I know that... Well, we also have shop ambassadors that we have a promise to. I know the people that are always riding. I know who I really need to take care of. Um, and I know ever since I should treat everyone the same, but I do have ambassadors I have a promise to that I also I am pretty loyal to. You know, Brad blew out a tire today. I was oh, able I to saw do it that. for him. You know, I, I, I help people out. I didn't need it. Mm-hmm. He's also, you guys always support us hardcore. Yeah. I know a lot of people do, but. But, you know, I'll take that to the to the, to the the next level. It's like, I know that. But you all, you I have Brad. Multi- I have are, multiple bikes. Yeah. So. Uh, so you both are very good about that. Um, so. If my if one bike's down, yeah. Now I get a little grumpy if all my bikes are down. Oh, that's your problem. You didn't buy enough bikes. <laughs> no, no, that means I didn't get to you, my my broken bike to you in a uh, timely manner. Yeah. So I'm out of luck. You know, like Nadine <laughs> had an issue. Nadine rides a lot and huge supporter of the store. She's one yeah. of our ladies ambassadors. We fixed her up, you know, right away on Saturday nice. when it was busy. So that's you know, what you do. You you get what you get. Well, y'all are great shop. There's no doubt about that. Nah, be totally serious. We're busy. You guys are a great job. Hey, what's going on in Strava, Joey? Ooh, man. Look at Salvador from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually looking at the picture we had of Sal the morning of Unpaved. Yeah. Uh, just the other day. Uh, I thought about posting that. Well, he's in our cover photo. Oh, is he? He's in a cover photo on oh, our okay. Facebook page, yeah. 
Um, oh, yeah, that one photo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was talking about the one in the parking lot. It was dark. Oh, We're still yeah, like bundled yeah, up. It was yeah, freaking cold as. Yeah. And Wes was standing down there basically. Half oh, naked. yeah. <laughs> well, cold in the dark. That's basically because Wes is a. Wes didn't plan at all. <laughs> I basically had to dress him. <laughs> uh, I miss that guy. Um, I Sal did 140.0 miles. Way to, Sal. way to work it out from 139.9 to 140, Sal. Right. Uh, Mark Lewis from Centerville, Maryland, a local, at 194.2. And Jeff Cohen from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I wish I was Andy Dwyer right there. Hot Atlanta. Uh, you got to say it like molasses. Sweet molasses. Yeah. You got. I, don't know if I, Man. I don't know if I could do Savannah Man without any teeth. Oh, you might sound better. I might, it might whistle a little bit. Well, no, I don't <laughs> think the whistle's there. No, the whistle is... Can you say Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. Yeah. And you say, you know, you go, you want to keep something cold, you need to put it in the Frigidaire. <laughs> well, you don't even know what that is. Jeff got in the... Uh, <laughs> Had 162.5 miles. <laughs> Good so, job, Jeff. Good job, Mark. Good you job, needed Sal. 131.9 to the break to break in the top 100. We have a. I'm looking at other groups. We have huge Strava following. Yeah, uh, we do. We're up to 629 yeah. from 627. Yeah, which in a big, it's not thousands, but a lot of the other clubs I belong to, mm-hmm. 100, 200, yeah. 300 is a lot. Super cool. We're doing it all right. And if you're not on that 629 and you want to be 630, go to Strava.com forward slash clubs forward slash gravel travel dirt. Come on, be one of the cool kids. Hey, Record before, on whatever you got. Have we got any um, questions or anything over in the live stream? Um, I, I get a lot of love from all the boys. Okay, Travis actually says that um, that Roland Cole is only 30 minutes from Larry's house. So, And Larry comes down here for the day to ride with us. So, um, uh, Buddy Blue Tire Blue. He wants to know pre-good... Uh, 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 Theodore, after having to play mechanic on my last two rides when a buddy blew a tube, pre-glued patches or patch kits with a tube of glue. What do you prefer? What am I fixing? Am I fixing a tube or a, a tire? Tube. Fixing a tube. Tube, I almost always use the sticky pre, like, you know, there's the stickers to get home. Yeah. Um, I do the same thing, but I don't I feel tubes like, anymore. <laughs> I, know, no I don't get flats. Um, <laughs> That's the answer. But I... um. I, I keep a couple packs. They're, they're so small. Uh-huh. I save... Well, actually, I don't. I sound sound stupid. I save all this for a rainy day. I tell people to save their tubes. If they There's people that get a lot of flats. I say, buy a patch kit, patch old tubes on a rainy day because you're going to lose all the cement after one time anyway. Yep. yep. Um, take a silver Sharpie, mark a circle around it, then use the sandpaper glue, get some C-clamps or some uh, you know little clamps. Mm-hmm. You know, get some cardboard, sandwich it, let it dry. On the side of the road, I'm not waiting 20 minutes. No. I can change it flat in like two minutes. Yep. Um, I'm going to throw a sticker on there yeah. and get rolling. I'm not get waiting moving. forever. Uh, it'll get me home. And then you do a real fix if you're so yeah. inclined later yep. on. Um, and I, the stickers work great. I um, use the pre-glued ones to patch the inside of... Yeah, fixed tire. Yeah, fixed tires uh, for yep. tubeless. So what I'll, I'll put some bacon in there, and if it doesn't look like it's going to hold or it's just leaking a little bit, um, I'll swap that tire out and yeah. actually put a patch on the inside of it. Brad had a nice goo wrapper uh, the other day. Yeah, he booted works. his tire, which yep. always works. You yep. always have that. Yep. Um, Did that on a bike packing trip. So I think I think if you have the time and you're patient, you know, this, obviously the... Um, vulcanizing stuff works better but i'm just gonna throw a sticker on it and roll home um depends on the ride you know if i'm doing a long ride though mm-hmm. like i am gonna pack i will pack extra tubes i will pack the extra the actual park patch kit mm-hmm. but i'm talking about like using my frame bag and 100 yeah. plus miles which isn't something i normally ever do so um it's a last resort for me to pull out a patch yeah kit. last resort total last I, resort. To, I might use my phone first <laughs> Theodore also sent us a this or that suggestion, which I will add to the end or this in that section. This or that. And it's ready for that. I'm ready for that. Are you ready for this or that? Have you pre-read any of them? No. Okay. I don't don't read anything. I can't. Um, First item up this week, Joey, on this or that. And again, like like always, if you're over there on the live stream and I will check when we're done with each question, feel free to chime in with your answer uh, if you so choose. Joey, would you rather go to a taping of the Oprah show or take your chain apart link by link and then put it back together? 
Dude, I would I want to go see Oprah. <laughs> Y'all really? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. So you'd rather go see Oprah? Is that even still a thing? Is Oprah still have a show? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe make it Ellen DeGeneres or what? No, she's she's. Got oh no, Ellen just she's, got she's, Ellen yeah, just got no, a lot of trouble with her. Who um, else would it be? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, you want to be one of those Oprah memes? Or <laughs> you get a podcast. You get a podcast. Yeah. Everybody gets a podcast. Um, I, there was actually, I think it got taken off the internet. Um, someone had a bike. There used to be a lot of bad stuff on the internet before people started getting the internet. Um, <laughs> there was this guy who put this whole. Wait a minute. This is bad stuff that we're putting oh, on no, no, the no. internet. Oh, man, I wish someone has to have some of these articles saved. There's a couple websites that 100% you would think it was serious if you were just uh, the average Joe. Um, this dude put an article up about how to clean your chain, and he literally took like a Shimano, like I'll take your chain, uh, literally link by link, every link, and had like nice little like white bowls with like cleaners, and had all. <laughs> and then he was talking about putting it back together, and you get like all new because when you up until recently with Shimano, you had a um uh, a pen you had to mm-hmm. push through. Yeah. And I think he was replacing it with all new pens, and it <laughs> oh was ridiculous. God. It was awesome, and. <laughs> It got taken off the internet. There was there was also one about changing your chain really quick. Uh, um, very serious video. The dude made it seem like it was real. Do you remember, do you know what lizard skins chain guards are for mountain bike? They used to do it on the mountain bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Velcro thing. You go around, keeps your chain slap. Mm. Um, now everyone uses 3M. This dude wanted to show people how to change their chain without a chain tool. So basically, and it must have been a warranty frame. Took this nice carbon hardtail, had an XO back when XO was like the only big thing for weight. Um, took the bike, laid it down, took a hacksaw, cut about that much out of the chain stay so you could pull the chain through, <laughs> took the chain out, and he's like, well, now you can't get it off the derailleur, so he takes a hammer and smashes the derailleur. <laughs> he's like, so to fix this, you need a new derailleur, a new chain, and then he puts it all back together. Uh, the, and then he's like, then you take one of these nice lizard skin uh, chain protectors, and you just cover this up so no one can see it. <laughs> and... I don't know. They must Brilliant. have gotten in so much trouble because I'm sure somebody, you know, like have to. Somebody put, tried it. You know, you put hot on a coffee cup. Uh huh. Because of that, yeah, it was awesome. Um, sorry, that was a long rant, but I think people okay. people new to the uh, bike industry <laughs> need to hear that because that was maybe ten years ago. Oh, uh, I want to go to Oprah though. Okay, I w- I think I would probably also go to Oprah because I can we go I'm, together. I'm not good at like. Little tedious, like detail oriented things. That I would, do love that sometimes. That would be kind of OCD for me, and I would, I would just me make me nuts. So, like cowboy butts. Second item up on this or that. Would you rather have a live stream feed on the GTD channel from your bedroom or your bathroom? I'm about equal time on that one. <laughs> I don't know my my bedroom is pretty plain. We have a huge room upstairs. A king size bed and a nightstand. Empty. A dresser. Okay. I just we don't have a lot of tchotchkes. So it doesn't have to necessarily My bathroom though. I got nice magazines. I got candles. I got like little uh it's nice. So it would impress people more if oh, you yeah? had a live feed from your bathroom. And since you have multiple bathrooms, it doesn't necessarily mean that you would have to actually do any business. And I have my own. I have my own bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> just makes me. Use. I yeah. I, I heard you. Um, the bathroom. The master there. bathroom is pretty big, and uh, I don't because I use that a lot. Okay. Uh, Which is it? Bathroom. Bathroom. Then. Oh yeah, bathrooms. Bathroom. I'm comfortable there. I think I only have one bathroom in my house right now, so I really you don't only have one. Or are you working on the other one? Well, yeah, they're all everything's being put back together, so ripped apart and put back together. So, yeah, I I really don't know that I would want one in my bathroom um i would probably <laughs> just say bedroom and face it to the corner until you wouldn't actually see anything but you'd only really hear everything that's going uh-huh. on in there that would be interesting would you rather ride your bike five miles post blizzard so blizzard conditions and it's just stopped and now you got two feet of snow and you got to go figure out how to ride your bike for five miles or ride your bike five miles through an active ongoing hurricane um I think I've done the second one. Oh, really? Yeah, with Wes and Russ and Solomon's and like feet of water. If I could have a fat bike, I'm going number one. Okay. The hurricane thing wasn't that fun. <laughs> it, was, it, it was fun on paper. 
It looked but like, like I mean, we're basically riding around just in bathing suit trunks around Solomon. It, it looks fun if you like go behind the news reporter and it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Um, I don't like the cold, but I also don't like being blown over. Um, and I do have a fat bike, so I would go post blizzard as well. But I mean, it's pretty. That would be, it's also quiet and the it, crunch, the, crunch, crunch. Yeah. yeah. Something peaceful about that. Yeah. Would you rather eat only hot dogs for the next three months or eat only salad for the next three months? Well, seeing that I am uh, Swolski, I might have to go salad. <laughs> I don't know. I, like I, I'm a big dude, but I do love salad. Like the yeah. first two and a half months when I was thinning out, I, I was eating salad almost every day for COVID. So you'd go with salad? Remember, you're like, hey, you look like you lost some weight. because yeah, yeah. I was eating a lot of salad. I would. And riding my so bike. would go with salad. Salad, I, I love salad. Well, I mean, you also, you got to remember too, you got things like potato salad oh. and steak salad. At the age of 30, <laughs> I just started eating macaroni salad for the first <laughs> time. I'm not a big fan I of I love macaroni, macaroni really? salad. Really? Oh, no. I mean, something about it's too sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, no, yeah, I like mine a little mm. uh, soury. Hot dogs, I think, oh. would, for three months. What are you doing over there? I don't know. Hot dogs for three months. I mean, can you imagine what your, your blood pressure would look like uh, <laughs> eating all that salt? Um, I would go with salad. Oh, yeah, I would man. go with salad. Too. And the bread? I love yeah. hot dogs, but yeah. not. Yeah, because you got to eat the bread too. It's like the eating contest. You have to like soak the bread in water and. Uh, oh, well, to, yeah. I am Joey. So chestnut. I don't um, know. Maybe maybe my this or that's this week weren't as enthralled. I, no, I, I like them. When I they was are totally them, different than we've been doing. I when I was writing them, I was like, "This sounds like fun." And, and um, friends back. I see. Let's see if we, did we get any answers in the live stream? Uh, oh, we got a lot of stuff. Um, okay, there's so much stuff you could do with salad too. Theodore, my legs would go numb watching Joey rant in the can. <laughs> Philly Ted oh. said he'd take the hurricane. Ted, uh, Theodore said this or that suggestion. Slate yeah. Springs overnight? Or were you saving that? Uh, no, we're getting ready to do oh. that. Go oh, for sorry. it. No, go for it. All right, I'll ask it. Slate Springs overnight on a warm spring day or unpaved 120 on a cold and rainy day? Ooh, Ooh I got inside knowledge on that one, so... Man, I know people that did the 120 on a nice day and just were mis- type two fun. Alonzo mm-hmm. loves talking about it, but man, he hated that. Okay. He hated that ATV section. Um, so uh, Theodore and I have both done the Slate Springs overnight. Uh, we did basically the same route too, which is miserable. 18 miles up of like 16 miles of hike a bike, like basically pushing a loaded bike so you can camp at the top of a mountain. It's basically a hike up a mountain pushing a bike is what it amounted to. Um, both of these don't sound fun. <laughs> I would definitely do uh, unpaved one tonny on cold and rainy day because that has an end in sight, and there's like camaraderie that comes out of it. <laughs> Slate Springs is just miserable. You literally want to shoot the people that you came up there with. <laughs> we should recap that story again one day. Um, uh, Philly Ted, why did they hide the direction arrow on tires? The rotation arrow. I agree. I ask that question every day. <laughs> you know what? You know what I think they need to do is screw rotation and just put drive side. Wouldn't that solve Dude, they all need problems? need to take like a silver Sharpie because as soon as you ride, it'll come off. Put the arrow on it. Just maybe I'll start doing that for customers this it's way horrible. forward. It's, it's horrible. Um, some are easy. Others, I don't think it even matters which direction by the way the pattern is, the tread pattern. Mm-hmm. Yet it'll have. Yet you won't look at it. You'll put it on, like, uh, and then they'll come back. Like the tire says, you go this way. Especially if it's tubeless, and you go through all that setup, and then you realize oh, yeah. that the, the tires on wrong rotation. I've done that before. Oh, I am not changing that. If it's me, per, my personal stuff. I know from a professional standpoint, you would probably have to. But I, you I, ever glued a tubular on backwards? Oh mm-hmm. no, yeah. I've never glued a tubular. I've on. done that before. Oof, that was a bad oof. mistake. Um. I was young enough. <laughs> he would go with the salad because he's not sure you would make it to the end of three months of hot dogs. <laughs> That's it's the true. truth, too. It's the truth. <laughs> would you cut up a hot dog and put it on a salad? No. No. Why would you do that? Why would you ruin a hot dog that way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'd do? I'd take the, the, I would have the salad on the side, cut the hot dog up, and then throw the salad away and eat the hot dog. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, I, I I enjoyed putting those this or that's together. I feel that, like those were good. I I, I, I liked I, them. They were different. They were different. Different. Um, they were thought about not thrown together. How's that? There you go. <laughs> I that usually works. just oh, that yeah. works. Okay. 
Hey, Joe, you got anything else before we shut this thing down? Anything oh, else you, you know? Wanna, I could keep talking. Anything else you want to chat about? Um, chat, pitter patter. Yeah, real quickly. Okay. Uh, Dennis will listen to this. Dennis um, asked me earlier today about my watch, mm. and then after we had this nice long discussion, did you send your watch back? No, I'm, I'm a piece of crap. I don't know. I was hoping you would try it first because there's a 90 day thing on electronics. I think I went past that. Oh no, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm keeping it. Oh I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm it. not going to be. I would love not to charge it, but you do after watching um, uh, DC Rainmaker, mm-hmm. you do need a lot of sunlight all day for this thing. Yeah, I don't think I'd, it would work for me. No, either. I live in a cave. I work at a bike shop. Um, so what Joey's talking about is we have both have the, the Garmin um, Instinct, Garmin Instinct, and they released 20s. yeah that we yeah they released a new one, the Garmin Instinct that is you don't have to charge it by cable; it actually charges by solar. So go ahead. Yeah, it's got a nice. Uh, the, you can see the solar panels inside of it. Um, it's pretty cool. It's five hundred bucks, man. That's um, expensive. So I actually found out. Um, I d- I found my Garmin login to our Garmin account. Mm-hmm. I don't use. I I'm not a Garmin. I am a Garmin fan because I spent a lot of money last night, <laughs> and I have this, and I've had all the Garmin stuff. But I haven't logged onto my Garmin account in a while. Um, and they're actually like I, I should have bought mine. <laughs> should have bought mine for wholesale. Why? What do you mean? It's cheaper. I can pay cost on one of these. Through the shop? Yeah. I, oh, but you got it through REI. Yeah, well, QBP has these, mm-hmm. and the REI cost and the QBP cost is the same. Please tell me you got your fish finder through QBP. No. No? So, actually, the fish finder wasn't much cheaper to buy it through Garmin. Their markup's horrible on a lot okay. of product. Um, but I got REI because I got the dividend. I'll get like 25 bucks back on this thing. Nice. Um. 5ST for a GPS-enabled Timex. See, that's the thing, though. It's exactly what I told Dennis. Is I love the G-Shock. I got multiple G-Shock watches. Mm-hmm. I love the G-Shock. I don't know. It's rugged. I beat the crap out of it. Mm-hmm. Way more than just hitting that. Um, so Dennis was asking me all about watches, and then he asked me a separate question about GPSs, like Wahoo and all. Like, why don't you just buy one? Buy, I mean, this thing will do everything mm-hmm. that we need for a bike ride. We're not running power. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to go do a big whatever ride, I do have a Wahoo. I will say that. But I know Dennis doesn't always going out traveling. Right. So it doesn't need turn by turn. I mean, these are like 250 bucks now. Uh, maybe 200 I, maybe They might 200. have dropped the price. Yeah. Um, I love this watch. Oh, yeah. I really do. Um, I like the, I'm yeah, on like day 14 without charging. I got two bars left. Yeah, I don't. I don't charge mine very often either. Uh, I, I, I do wish it had the one thing that you had mentioned that you were mi- it's missing is tides. Oh, I would love tides. If it if it had tides, it would had probably tides. Be I would I would just I would go into the PT office with just this thing on. <laughs> this is all I <laughs> need <laughs> right here. <laughs> but yeah, when it comes down to it, I mean, practical spend money. If you want to spend a few hundred bucks, you get one thing that does it all. Yeah, and yeah. Dennis does paddleboarding. Mm-hmm. He rides his bike. He does. Know, he does all of that stuff. This thing will freaking. And I always hit the wrong buttons, but. I didn't I'm, want to throw that in there really quick because we did have a nice talk it. about that. I, it's a great watch. It's oh yeah, I, I'm I've been very happy with mine, and I'm not sending it back for that solar thing. That's just no. Um, I do okay. turn my Bluetooth. Sometimes I don't always want my phone notifications on here. So you know, I've been really tired of my phone lately. Oh, I do too. I leave. I turn off the Bluetooth and I put it aside. No. So you know what I've done with my phone? That you the, threw it out and got a new one. The only notifications I get on my phone are phone calls. Yep. Text messages. And Facebook messages, and I think I left Strava notifications on. Oh, I, those are the only notif. I don't get any Facebook notifications, yep. no Instagram notification, and yeah. So when it's connected to my phone, I only get mm-hmm. those things. Oh, I think I get YouTube because I'm watch. I have to watch. Oh, you're fancy. You know, for comment stuff, but I have mine set up for phone calls and text. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't get. Yeah. I have everything turned off. I actually have to go into the app now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Amazon shipping. Mm-hmm. I hate ordering stuff online because I hate waiting. Mm-hmm. So I do like knowing when it's here. Because <laughs> my t-shirt and my thing from uh, Fly Fishing Company didn't show up today. And I was kind of pissed. Um, well, yeah, I, I turn off all my notifications, but sometimes I don't want to know when people are calling me. That 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 I think is... Sounds bad. Especially when you go fishing. Well, I'll say it's... It drives me nuts. I do it when I'm fishing because I don't, I don't want to... I put my phone <laughs> in my vest. I pull it out every two hours. Yep. Um, I turn... Yeah. And trying to get into a text conversation with somebody when you're trying to fish. Uh, Don't bother me. Uh, yeah, no. Shoot not fly. Doing any of that. Same with a bike ride. 
Um, See, I told you I could keep adding to this. Good Um, add. No, that's a good one. um, Investment wise, people are you can't buy you can't buy head units right now. Garmin's almost sold out in QBP. Garmin Direct is almost sold out. Wahoo's wiped. You can go buy yourself a nice little watch and wear it every day. I got a four hundred dollar watt here, right here. I just found after five weeks. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, you haven't been on your bike in seven, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, it happens. Anyway, let's shut her down so we can hit the next podcast. All right, everybody, thanks. We for- tell everyone to uh, follow us on our next one. Oh yeah, we're gonna have some more fun. Oh yeah, uh, you can I'm about go to go over, three beers in. You can go over to Chesapeake Angler and listen in to our next Pottercast. Uh, thanks everybody for listening though to this episode of Mid Atlantic Gravel Travel and Dirt. This is a listener-supported podcast by some amazing, incredible people on Patreon and PayPal. Our show can be found wherever you find your favorite podcast. Joey, how can folks get in touch with us if they choose to do so? Um. Well, I never figure how I'm going to west this. Our website's at graveltraveldirt.com. Our gram, which has... Um, maybe if I start riding bikes, I'll start posting more at Mid-Atlantic GTD. Our digits are 410... 231-3850. I'll do that again slowly. Mm-hmm. 410-231-3850. Also, do you ever notice how people read their phone numbers out really fast to you? Maybe or, it's because I always have people reading their phone numbers to me. Or they go like 410-231-16. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I wrote man. the six and then you said teen. <laughs> I hate that That's too. Slow. <laughs> um, give us a call next week. Be nice. Or tune into our live feed at our YouTube channel. That's right. Mid-Atlantic Gravel Travel and Dirt is recorded right here, right now in Joey's Kitchen. And our live streamers get to see it a week early. Oh, yeah. Or a few days a few early. A few days early. A few days early. So that's Th- a good way does to this consume it. Li- so when is this? Is this stays on YouTube, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. stays on YouTube. And then I release the audio podcast on oh, Thursday morning. Yeah. You're missing out. Thanks for riding along, everybody. Until next time, do good, be nice, go slow, respect others. And stay healthy. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.